Hey there, and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com. Well, you join us on Monday, the 3rd of July, the morning of Monday, 3rd of July. We're a little bit later uh, than usual. I'm out walking Jack, and as I say, we're a little bit, probably a couple of hours later than our normal walk. It's around about 10.30 in the morning. It's a beautiful Monday morning. Cotton wool clouds in the sky. Absolutely stunning day. And uh, I really must apologise. It's been over a week, hasn't it, since uh, since the last podcast? Well, I'll tell you a little bit about that. I won't go into all the details, but I want to give you a bit of an insight into the week of, <laughs> you know, sort of the average week of an entrepreneur. Well, not the average week. The week when a lot happens, both good and bad. Um, okay, so where do we start? Now, if you're a regular listener, you know I often say that I'm probably the least techie guy that you could wish to meet. People have said about me before that anything more technically complicated than a a knife and fork and that's me totally foxed. And and that's not too far from the truth however, that hasn't stopped me building up my own video business by figuring stuff out for myself. However, I'm digressing. About a week ago I had an issue on uh, one of my websites and uh, it was not a major issue it was just that the secure socket layer i think it's called the ssl certificate uh, had expired but it was also linked to another one and so uh, and that's the thing you know if you go to a website and they've got that little green padlock up on the the left hand side of the address bar that tells you it's safe that's the thing it's this ssl certificate so uh, i got on to uh, the, uh, the support desk and it's the, one of these chat things you know you sort of type in and you wait for them and it goes ping and they've typed in their message and this goes on for ages because you know full well that the guy at the other end is not only dealing with your uh, with your query but he's you know fighting off other people as well so and I always try to be a, a little bit easy on these guys because the way I look at it they know that whenever somebody gets in touch with them they're already having a bad day. Some, the, the only reason they're getting in touch is because something's gone wrong. So they're never contacting them and say, hey, really glad with the way everything's going. So, so um, I always, uh, I, you know, I always try and be uh, understanding with them. Uh, always try to uh, make their day, if not make it better, not certainly not make it any worse. Anyway, and I always point out right at the start, that I am non-techie, so could they please address me as if they were addressing a two-year-old? Well, um, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. And th- this is bringing me on to the, the, the sort of point of today. I want to talk about um, the power of language. You see, when I explain to people that I'm non-techie, I'm not being falsely modest. I am non-techy. I, I just glaze. I can work things out. I'm not. I don't think unintelligent. I'm not the brightest on the planet, certainly, but I don't think I'm unintelligent, and I can figure things out. But language, to me, means specific things, and it doesn't mean the same things to me as it does to somebody who's who uses TechSpeak. It's as simple as that. And I tend to glaze over. I've got this block, so I tell them that. So anyway. Uh, we had quite the conversation about this SSL certificate and he was asking me questions that I didn't understand and therefore couldn't give him an answer. But eventually, after a couple of days, 
we got the SSL certificates sorted out and all done and dusted and we're up and running. And up until that time, anybody who visited my site, you see, was just getting, getting a message saying, well, uh, it's not safe, don't go here. Here be dragons. Um, so consequently, that was a, a couple of days wiped out, certainly from the regards to the point of view of putting up podcasts and that sort of stuff. Later in the week, I had uh, an excellent day. I had some time ago talked to a lady, a local business lady, and said, look, I, I'd like to interview you on video because it dawned on me that while I'm, video is, is, is my business, um, but normally I'm doing uh, animation video, but I do do some to camera stuff. But I realized that that's all been to do with me. I've never uh, filmed an interview with a client or, or a customer or, or whatever. So I thought, well, that would be useful to, to add to my portfolio of things that I can do. So I got in touch with this local lady. I, in fact, I'd met her through dog walking. It's a brilliant way. I mean, I'm walking the dog now, Jack, uh, but it's a brilliant way to meet people, particularly if, like me, you're a little bit on the shy side. Anyway, I'd met her through that, but I contacted her and said, look, um, how about we do something to help both our businesses? I interview you on video. You can use that video in whatever way you wish uh, to promote your business, and I can use it in my portfolio, and incidentally, as part of the, maybe as part of the, um, the, the course that I'm building, the, the video course that I'm building. Now, she was a little bit nervous about this, but said, yeah, okay. The only downside was that she was about to go and have surgery. And uh, so we had to put it off for a few weeks. So we were originally scheduled for, not last Thursday, but the Thursday before. And, uh, hi there. We were originally, you know, there's another dog walker. And they always look at me as though I'm absolutely crazy talking to myself, not realizing that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm recording for you. But uh, they, uh, we'd originally uh, scheduled it for a week and a bit ago. Anyway, the day dawned and literally 10 minutes before I was due to leave to go around to her place to, to do this record, a thunderstorm rolled in. Now, I don't know if you've got a dog and I don't know if you've got a dog that's nervous about thunderstorms, but if you have, you'll understand. You just can't leave them in those circumstances. So I had to pick up the phone and say, Sandra, I'm really, really sorry. I can't do it because I spent the last hour or so packing all the stuff up, all the lights and everything into the car. But now this thunderstorm's rolled in and I mean, it wasn't forecast, it just took us by surprise. And, and Jack is going crazy with fear. Fortunately, or rather unfortunately, I suppose, she has a dog who is similarly nervous. So she fully understood. So we scheduled it for last week, last Thursday, and we had a brilliant time. Uh, we got the uh, the interview recorded. We've still got to do some B-roll, which is B-roll's the the sort of supportive stuff that you see uh, going on, uh, the things that are used to illustrate um, points, that sort of stuff. It's 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 other film that you play in over the sound of the interview, if that makes sense. I'm not explaining that very well, am I? I'm more concentrating on where I'm walking with Jack at the moment. But we've still got to do that. But I, uh, 
I did a rough edit of what we got so far and sent it, sent that over to Sandra, and she, um, she she was very very complimentary, and she also thanked me for making the thing so easy, because she was genuinely very nervous about the whole thing, as indeed was I, since it was the first time I'd actually <laughs> actually recorded an interview with somebody, but uh, but she was she was pretty cool about it. So that was all good. So the week was ending on a high note until Saturday. Saturday, I went on to my test site for this video course that I'm building. I've got a, um, a group of beta testers, about 20 of them, who are testing the site, uh, testing the content, I should say. I'm just going through a gate, testing the content, and they are uh, giving me feedback as to how to improve the content. Anyway. I, um, I went onto the site and uploaded a new module of the course and tested it, went to preview it, was happy with this, the page, clicked to publish and uh, got a massive warning saying not available and all sorts of things. I mean, really scary warnings. So I thought, oh Lord, what's happened here? Tried it on another browser exactly the same. I was initially on Firefox, I think it was, tried it on Chrome. The same thing happened. Dear, oh dear. Um, this is a problem. So I got onto support. Remember what I was saying earlier about support and, and me being non-techie and making it quite clear to them that I'm non-techie. Sometimes they get that and sometimes they don't. This was one of the times that they didn't. I talked to a, a really nice guy called Matthew, but he just couldn't get the idea that I was non-techie. So he was asking me questions that I didn't know the answers to. So he was saying, well, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, and but that, of course, will mean this. Do you want me to do that? And I said, well, I don't know what any of that means. How can I answer your question? I, I literally don't know what any of that means. So can you explain it another way? I know things like, Eventually, you said, "Okay, I'll do it," <laughs> and and, uh, and he said something like, I don't, "I'm trying to remember what it was." If I was sat at my computer, I could tell you, but it was something like, "Command has just started Apache," or something like that. It's starting Apache now. I said, "I, I don't know what that means. I, I presume it's good, but I don't know. Uh, you know, are you telling me that the thing's falling apart?" But anyway, at that point, that precise point, after about an hour or so, the chat box froze. And that was when the fun really started, because then I had to get back onto support and start the whole thing over again. And well, yeah, it was at that point that uh, I think the guy's name was Adibayo came on. He was a little bit more understanding. And so what I'd done, fortunately, I'd copied the, uh, I'd copied the, uh, come on, Jay. Hello there. How are you doing? All right. Hello, Alfie. <laughs> Beautiful morning. Yes. Yeah, okay, then. Where was I? Um, that's one of the joys of being out walking with a dog. Um, you meet lots of other people. You have a chat. And uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I highly recommend it. But it's not the best way of uh, recording an, an uninterrupted podcast. But uh, Jack is now, I can tell you, waist deep. No, what am I talking about? Neck deep in the river. Waist deep? Do dogs have waists? I suppose they do. But he's neck deep in the river. Uh, he doesn't swim, but uh, he's neck deep in the river and I'm having to tr throw treats into him. I think he just wants to cool off. Um, 
but uh, yeah so uh, where was I yes yes so uh, Adebayo uh, then came on and uh, I had to rehearse everything that had gone before with his colleague Matthew um, and I uh, was going through one or two diagnostics with him when guess what the chat froze again now fortunately Adibayo just told me that he had done whatever he needed to do and don't ask me to remember what it was it was something about whitelisting a firewall or something of that sort no idea but uh, he told me that right that's all good and there was a plug-in that I needed uh, but the idea was he would stay on and talk me through all of this but I was able, still wasn't able to, to get in on uh, Firefox or Chrome as they had thought I would be, but I was able to get in on Edge, the Microsoft Edge, which is something I'd never fired up before. So, got in on Edge, which was great, and I was able to do exactly what they had told me. I was able to figure it out myself, I'd say, I'm not techie, but neither am I unintelligent, not the brightest, not the sharpest uh, knife in the drawer, but I, I was able to figure out what uh, what both Matthew and Adebayo had been hinting at, and uh, it was all good. And I got into Chrome, opened up Chrome, and I was able to get into my site, which was fantastic, as I say. Couldn't get into it on Firefox, though. Cleared cache, cleared uh, uh, cookies, all that sort of stuff. Still couldn't get into it on Firefox, but I assumed that it was something to do with something staying on my PC uh, that was stopping me getting in there. Because I could get into it on my old PC, so I've got a, a very ancient PC and a newer one, and I could get into it on my wife's laptop and I could get into it on my son's desktop. So I thought, yeah, the problem is just there. Then yesterday I tried to log in on Chrome couldn't no idea why absolutely no idea why previous day Saturday been fine yesterday not a chance again I tested it on uh, my wife's and my son's uh, computers no problem could get in so I thought this is just something that's local to this uh, this PC um, it's not something I can do anything about, or at least it's not something that I should need to worry about because I can clearly work on the uh, either my wife's or, or my son's or indeed my old PC. So not something to take up too much time just now. So I went to bed reasonably happy, but I mean, okay, not ecstatic, but reasonably happy that uh, at least I could get on with my work and that it was only my computer that was affected. That was until this morning when I awoke to a Facebook message from one of my testers, one of my reviewers over in the States saying, I can't get onto your site, I'm getting this message. And this is what I think you need to do. Now, this is sort of what I thought. It was to disable some, some particular thing, some security setting. But being non-techie, I don't know what the associated risks are. And I don't know how likely those risks are to come about and how dangerous they are if they do. So I thought, well, I'm not entirely happy with just doing that willy-nilly. And anyway, it's something I'd need support to do for me. So I needed to contact them anyway. So I had the conversation again. 
this time with a young lady by the name of Rochelle. I hope I'm spelling, uh, pronouncing that correctly. And Rochelle, or Rachel, or Rachel, or I'm not sure, uh, R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E. But uh, Rochelle, or Rachel, took heed of when I said right at the start, I'm not techie. She understood. And she spoke to me in English, not in tech speak. Um, and so she was asking questions that I could answer. And she was asking in such a way that, yeah, made sense to me. So that was brilliant. That was a real breakthrough. And this is what I say about the importance of, of language and how we use language. This was a real breakthrough point for me. Anyway, I would suffice to say I was on to Rachel or Rachel for about probably by the time I got through, because there's a there's a wait. By the time I got through, I was on to her for probably about an hour and a half. Sorry, I was just climbing over a stile there. Uh, probably about an hour and a half. Uh, I'd had to wait for at least half an hour to, to get to speak to her. And um, doing that, she wanted access to my to my site, which the other guys uh, hadn't really asked for access to it, sort of the, the back office area, so I needed my login. And she went and had a look, and she asked me about the site. And again, this uh, just to remind you, this was the 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 sort of beta site, the, the test site for the course that I'm putting together. The video course I'm putting together. And there was a pause. And she came back after a few minutes and said, hey, I'm really sorry. You're good. I got distracted watching your videos. And at that moment, at that moment, this probably shows how shallow I am, but it also shows the power of language and the power of a kind word in a not very good situation. Obviously, it's not a life-threatening situation or whatever, but it's a situation where you're already hacked off. But a single kind word like that can change the mood entirely. Hey, sorry I got distracted watching your videos. You're really good. <laughs> and at that moment, I fell in love with Rachel or whatever. She, she could do anything because she'd been kind to me and she'd understood that I needed to be spoken to in a way a two-year-old could understand. And she'd done that, not in a patronising way, but in a clear way. So she went on to sort out the problem. Now, along the way, she said, I need to test this. Is there a page on your site that's a test page? I said, no, they're all test pages, but feel free to <laughs> to put one up you know, put a, put a test page up yourself. You know, t if you want to test it, feel free to add a page to it because the, the only people who see that site are my beta testers and they'll see a test site and just think it's me testing it. So fine, go ahead. So just call it test. Just call the page test. But she didn't do that. She called the page from your fan at name of the hosting company. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, this girl is good. <laughs> your fan... Uh, and so, from going from a position where I'm thinking, oh, the weight of the world's on my shoulders, I've been at this three days, I thought I'd fixed it twice, and now it's not fixed, and all this sort of stuff, and yet another problem to deal with. She changed the whole aspect, and it was an enjoyable process now. Figuring this out was now enjoyable with her help. So in the end, the bottom line is, she has indeed fixed it and I just ended the thing saying
you're a star. And she came back saying, no, you're a star. <laughs> and I, I've just gone from hating everything about that hosting company, well, not quite that strong, but not feeling well disposed to that hosting company and their support to thinking they are absolutely brilliant. So I think in all, there are about three little sentences there. So the fact that she apologised for being delayed because she'd been watching my video, whether this is true, you see, the, the thing is, I don't even know if this is true, probably is. She could well have been off doing something else, but she took the time to flatter me. <laughs> and being the shallow person I am, that goes a long way. So she took the time to flatter me and said, you're good, you're really good. I got distracted watching your videos. Then she had the brilliant idea of naming the test page from your fan at name of hosting company. Hey, I'm going to shout them out. No, no, let me shout them out because they get a lot of bad press, actually. They get a lot of bad press. And up until today, I might have not exactly added to that, but wouldn't have argued too much. And it was HostGator. I'm on HostGator. And I know that they don't get much, much good press, but today they turned it around. So, so she actually put from your friend at HostGator on, gave that a title to the page. And I, I'm going to hide that, but I'm not going to delete it because every now and then when things are going rough, I'll, I'll just have a quick look at that page and remind myself that somebody out there likes what I'm doing. And then when I told her she was a star for fixing it, she said, no, you're a star. Thank you. <laughs> so so I, this all sounds like a brag and I'm not doing it for that. I, I, well, maybe I am, but no, I'm not. I, I, I'm doing it to show you the importance of language. I also wanted to show you the sort of ups and downs of a of the average week in, a, in an entrepreneur, because if you're breaking free, if you're gonna break free from the corporate world, you need to understand this. There will be some times when you think, I just don't wanna know what to do next. I really don't. And you just have to keep going and, and figure it out. And I also wanna point out how strong language can be, the importance of using language and the odd word, just the odd word or the odd few words in the right place can put a totally different complexion on somebody's day. So use your words wisely. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this, please tell your friends. And don't forget to subscribe over at iTunes and leave me a review. Tell me what you like best about this. Leave me a bunch of stars as well. And uh, I'll see you again very soon. I've been Ozier, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.